In the last year, venture capital funding hit its highest level since 2000, coming in at $43.3 billion. With funding opportunities with financial firms, car makers, chemists, and the list goes on, there's no doubt corporate venturing is picking up speed. But what are the potential dangers and pitfalls of these funds, both from the perspective of corporates and startups? With me now is Shalen Patel, founder of Independence United, to explain. Shalen, well, let's start with the dangers of startup tourism. What are we looking at exactly? Well, let me start by saying that you know there's a lot of energy and excitement around the area, and for good reason, um, because when these partnerships work, they can be absolutely awesome. But the pitfalls of them going wrong can be pretty dire. We've seen people on the corporate side of the equation lose their jobs and we've seen startups go bust when they really shouldn't have. One of the major pitfalls is both sides of that partnership not really understanding why they're doing the partnership. And we see too many corporates and too many startups uh, jump feet first into something without really working out why they're doing it and why they're doing it over the short and long term. But surely this is a due diligence issue now? The mindsets between the two sides of the coin are quite different. Um, and so it's not just about due diligence, it's actually about them understanding that their uh, mindsets and cultures are very, very different. We've seen big corporates that are built obviously for scale and efficiency and they have procurement systems and payment systems that are very good for big corporates and they apply those to startups. So we've seen big corporates essentially attempt to put startups through their big corporate procurement systems and pay them on 90-day payment terms, which seems eminently sensible for uh, a big corporate. However, on the startup side of the equation, that can put them out of business. So it's more than due diligence. It's really about them truly understanding the differences between them and where the value really is on both sides. You talk of these wrong reasons. What are we looking at here? Sometimes they're just not really understanding the time frame over which they should be thinking uh, about the partnerships. So again, it's very easy to jump into these sorts of partnerships uh, just thinking about the short term. The average tenure of a CEO is now something like five years. However, it takes startups something like five to seven years to really get to scale and be uh, successful. And sometimes you just see big corporates get a little bit too impatient too quickly as CEOs come and go or as senior management comes and goes and the startup can lose all of its uh, understanding of how the corporate should work and the partnership and how that's been working. So taking this a little bit further now and an investor does go into this for the wrong reason, what sort of impact can this have on the startup? They can be distracted so they can see the big corporate, they can see the money, uh, they can see the offer of mentoring. But the big corporates, because they don't really understand what it takes to start a new business up, can be making demands of that startup that look like fairly sensible demands, but actually can distract the startup from its core business. And then when funding gets taken away, because maybe the large corporate doesn't have the patience to stay in, uh, they're then left high and dry, not really sure where to go next. The second is around funding. So I often use a phrase which is startups aren't just for Christmas. Uh, there's a real temptation for large corporates to get in and just make those first investments into startups without really thinking through what happens um, after that. Okay, so now let's turn this around to a more positive note and what sort of opportunities are out there? Access to the very best talent. The very best talent tends not to sit inside big corporations any longer, especially at the younger end of the talent pool. People are absolutely seeing startup culture as a very attractive place to go and work. So actually as a big corporate, if you're really wanting to attract or, or work with the very best talent, getting involved with startups can be a really good idea. The second I think is around pace and agility. So again, big corporates are built for scale and efficiency and stability, rightly so. But the, I think big corporates have begun to realise that the world is changing and changing very, very fast. And rather than try and turn their organisations into 
entrepreneurs who act fast, which would possibly be a bit dangerous for their core business, working with startups can give them that access to pace and agility and the ability to see things that they otherwise might not see. Okay, so finally, what sort of companies should we be looking out for? What startups do you think are going to be big? Big corporates sometimes look at the piece of technology that's been made or the IP that's been created or the opportunity that someone spotted. We found over 10 years of experience that really it's all about the entrepreneur and the team that they've built. So my advice to anyone meeting startups and evaluating whether they should be working with them is to ask themselves, what do I think about this entrepreneur? Do they feel like a really good entrepreneur who's driven, committed, and probably most importantly, has a bit of magic? Again, corporates tend to look for people that are a bit like themselves, when actually they really ought to be looking for the people who think very differently, who have that magic touch to see something or try something that they would never try. That's really where the magic is in startups.